0: What is Café Mocha? Café Mocha is experts, celebrities.
1: What's up? This is Belbid DeVoe. Yours, Trudy Idris Elba. This is
0: Fantasia. This, this is Invo. M- this is India RE. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The mocha mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective.
1: What flavor are you, baby? This
0: is Café Mocha.
2: It's Valentine's weekend, and for those couples who have been stuck at home together, locked in the house because of the pandemic or for the single folks who haven't been able to date at all we've got family therapist Jay Barnett. He talks about love and quarantine. Plus we lost another great this week, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. We'll flash back to our interview with her from 2019. Cafe Mocha begins
0: now.
3: It's Cafe Mocha,
2: Angelique, Lonnie, Love, Yo-Yo, Valentine's Weekend. Yes. Anyway, on the line, we have author, speaker, mental health therapist, because we truly need that. Mr. J. Barnett, thank you for joining
4: us.
1: Thank you, ladies, for having me. Appreciate the invite.
4: Well, let's just jump right into it, Jay. Now, the topic of <laughs> my show today is love and quarantine. You know, this pandemic has been wrecking havoc on relationships. I mean, some people, they just can't take it. Now, you're a marriage counselor. What tips can you give to keep marriages and relationships healthy during this time?
1: Well, I, I think one of the things that... um That all relationships should do is they should always do check ins. And what I mean by check in is that you guys should come to the table, uh, a conversation, whether it's in the bedroom, at the dinner table, uh, wherever you are. I think you should have opportunities where you guys can check the temperature of both persons. Where are you? What are you feeling? Um, Is there something that uh, I'm missing from you? Is that something that you need from me? I think that's really good for relationships and couples to do that because especially if you're in a marriage because the marriage is determined by the level of the relationship so it's not the other way around so uh if you work on the relationship you have a better marriage per se so doing those check-ins seeing where everyone is how everyone is feeling because even if you're in a relationship let's let's say let's say you're living with somebody and you really taking account of what has happened uh, throughout 2020 through the pandemic, through all of the social injustices issues everyone has dealt with it in a, in their own way and I think sometimes couples have a tendency to avoid how the other pers- person is feeling inside based on what they're feeling because they think that well he or she is going to feel like me and so I think if you do those check in, it really helps to see that where everyone is at
2: How do you get your partner to check in? You know, (laughs) as a woman, you go, baby, how you doing? Fine. Would you? you
4: "Uh,
2: uh, uh." (laughs) (laughs) How do you even get past the, the standard? I'm fine. Leave me alone. Give me some chicken.
1: Yeah. Well, I think one of the things is, is to create natural conversations, uh, and sometimes I'm the only boy in my family and my mom does this bad lover to the moon and back. Hey King, how you doing? What's going on? You dating anybody, anybody you interested in? And men, men are not creatures that are going to render into information like women. However, if there's a natural conversation that we have having and we just end up talking about dating, I would be more open and sharing with my mother because now I don't feel like I'm in an interrogation room. Hey. So when you're engaging with men, creating conversation, and believe it or not, you want to create conversation in spaces where they're comfortable. Uh, but, uh, you can do that where you guys are sitting at the dinner table, where you guys are watching sports, because one thing about men, if you have them in a space where they feel safe and comfortable, they will open up. It's just okay. the approach really that determines, um, how much a man opens up. And so, because, you know, your, your, woman comes to you kind of like, Hey, how you doing? It kind of feels like, all right, right where are we going with this? Deal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like, did I do something wrong? What's going on? But just talking about like, even let's say you just start talking about, babe, you ever like, like we should go on a trip, you know? And we should just go get away and stuff. And you will be surprised how just talking about a trip can lead and just really just like, man, you know what? We do need a trip, man. I've been stressed at work, man. I can use just some time just to hang out, just with and you. And now you have an understanding of what he's been dealing with, and you get the opportunity to share your thoughts and so it just really just make it natural not just share with couples like don't uh, uh make it systematic to where it's almost like it's, it's rehearsed and it's forced
0: Are well, you're talking about breaking away what about the privacy space during this pandemic what kind of advice could you give our listeners on how to get your personal space during quarantine without creating you know friction with your significant other
1: well one of the things is, especially if, if, if you're married uh, I, I always share with my married uh, couples is that, you know, because especially if you, you're dealing with people who are heavily, uh, 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 you know, on the terms of scriptures that when you're married, that you become one flesh. And I like to break that down, that you may become one flesh on the biblical principles or terminology, but you're still an individual. And so meaning that when you're one in a marriage is that you guys are one based on where are we going that if you make an agreement or you make a decision is that you both are making a decision because you both are imparting and you're having a say in the decision and then that man or, or, or woman decides what you guys want to do and you guys move together in that decision. However, in that space, you both are individuals meaning that you both have your own way of processing maybe her way of processing is just kind of like i'm going to go take a bath and i'm going to read a book doesn't mean that she's being distant this means that this is her time um to really get by herself and maybe that man time is you know i just need to go sit in my in, in my game room and sit in my man cave and just to decompress i think so many times we don't allow each other that space because we okay. haven't Develop the security okay. to allow our partners to be themselves, because see the relationships allow you to really fully be yourself. Because that's what the freedom is. And if you're in a relationship where you feel like you can't be yourself, you're in a prison, really. Because you should really experience true freedom in any relationship because it's your opportunity to be fully yourself with this individual that you've chosen to be your partner. The so way you can be vulnerable, you can be silly, you can be serious, uh, uh, you can be intellectual. You should be able to be all of those things. Mm-hmm. But I think when you are with people who have not developed a sense of security within themselves, I often feel insecure or I feel mm-hmm. like I have to, is what I call insecurity attachment. To where mm-hmm. when my partner 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 express themselves in a way that, hey, I need time to myself. I feel like, well, did I do something wrong? Mm, And sometimes those thoughts are attached to something else. But married people, I cannot stress this enough, married people, you have to be individuals. You cannot be up under each other. So give each other time, (laughs) give each other space, allow each other to miss the other partner and okay. and, just, and sometimes if you just got to go for a drive maybe I'm just gonna go ride just give you some space to yourself I think wow that's beautiful because mm-hmm. what it does is it, 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 it displays trust but it displays a respect for your partner's process
2: it's Cafe Mocha we're talking to Jay Barnett marriage and family therapist and uh okay i want to get
4: to something else i want to get to the dating on during the pandemic that's what i want to get to sex too we got a
2: pandemic
0: go ahead lottie
3: Lottie. (laughs) all right we'll be back it's cafe mocha
5: announcing the mocha podcast network
2: Cafe Mocha Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo On The Line, marriage and family therapist, Jay Barnett. And I, I guess Lonnie wants to talk about what?
4: Now let's get into a little more intimate subjects, okay? Okay, let's do it. All right, if you're single <laughs> during the quarantine, you get really lonely. <laughs> and it can affect your mental health. So what can we do if it's affecting her mental health? Give us some tips.
1: Yeah. And that's a real thing, too, Lonnie. Believe it or not, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who all of the conversations have been about relationships. And I'm just like, man, stop it. It's overkill. But then I also acknowledge that the pandemic actually enhanced many of our desires for companionship. Because when you had to realize, like, man, I'm doing this dish alone and I don't like it. So I think there is an acknowledgement that for all of the people who are living their life like it's golden by themselves is having this reality check that, hey, it it really ain't no fun when you're sitting. And again, it's not necessarily means that you don't need anybody, but every human being needs attention, affection and connection. Without Every human being needs that without question. Whether you embrace it, whether you accept it or not, you need that. And so I think one of the things is that it's good to have human connection and human interaction because it is good for your mental health. More people um, are struggling that are living by themselves during this pandemic, especially if you have family members that you can't get to or that you can't see. And you're having to do everything, everything through Zoom. um, they've, They've showed the increase in online dating. Mm-hmm. has increased since the pandemic. um there's been a lot of these dating apps that have been uh, have gone through the roof because people are just like, man, i I, I need some type of attention affection. Uh, porn has uh, has broken numbers because yeah. again, it's going back to, People need this this attention and affection. Uh, And you have it physically, which is from in a sexual way, emotionally, which is, you know, the connection uh, from the emotional aspect. And then you have the mental stimulation. So all elements have been affected since uh, through the pandemic. So all of those areas, whether it's porn, alcohol, uh, all of these things have gone through the roof because when you don't have those... Human interaction—it's going to lead you to other areas, and and this is why we're seeing the increase in those different things. But I encourage people—I'm not telling people to hop on a plane and go visit nobody, but mm-hmm. you do need to connect with some, some, with somebody. You talking about in sex, a during way.
0: You sex during the
1: nah, pandemic? sex during the pandemic. Nah, I didn't say sex. <laughs> I didn't say sex during the pandemic. But you need to connect, and and, and connecting—it could be through conversation. FaceTime, uh, Zoom, uh, you know, we, we've seen these uh, uh, virtual happy hours. Mm-hmm. We've seen the virtual birthday parties, which I had one last year where, like, myself and 20 of my homeboys was on Zoom, and we just we just chopped it up. Everybody had a drink, and it was, just, it was cool. But it, uh, the, you, you need to connect with somebody. Like, it, right. it, it's not healthy to be alone because you can't really process properly if, if, if it's just you. So you need to have the uh, energy of the human beings in, in the capacity. And, and I'm, again, I'm not just saying in a sexual way, but yeah, just to Jay, have a conversation.
0: Jay, because women out there are going crazy. It's a lot of single, successful. I mean, just to see so many successful black women that I know single. Yes. I couldn't believe so many successful black women I see yeah, single yeah. out here. So I know they are going, blackers.
4: Well, you're yeah. a professional football player, and you uh former, and you've been featured as Black Enterprises 2019's B Modern Man of the Year. I know your DM's popping, ain't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> honey,
1: honey, <laughs> honey. Honey, don't put me on the spot like that. All don't right, bro. So, I but cry. no, 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 I will say, yeah, so, and, and I like to be transparent. You know, I am single. My DM's are are crazy but here's what i'll tell y'all i am a person running like um a, a lot of attention gives me anxiety and i'm just being so honest so mm. just for people to be in my dm like it just gives me anxiety because uh, I, I have a good friend and we laugh about this i have a good friend he loves attention successful young black guy does well for himself and i liken it i said if you go into a buffet, this guy's going to have a feel that he wants to eat everything. I go into a buffet, I get anxiety because it's like, it's, seen, it, sure. it overwhelms me. It's just like, this is just too much for me. And so the the whole DM thing popping is just like, man, can I just find somebody I'm cool with? And we just kind of get to know each other. But all these people in my DMs like, hey, King, hey, um... If you in my city, can we grab lunch? Like that just drives me through the roof and I just shut down completely. But well, that's because you
4: don't you're the man. You wanna hunt. You don't want them coming at you like that. I understand that player.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nah nah it's a it's a, it's a lot, Lonnie. it's a lot, man. I and, I and I don't I don't see how the people the guys who 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 uh, who respond and I don't my, my question like how do you manage all of that like i can't mm-hmm. it, it, it just, it's just it's a lot of energy to manage it and again I, i'm not oblivious to the fact of, of how i present myself and that that can be attractive i get it but i do i do think that there's a level as i think i'm not sure who said it but there's a level of privacy and then for me i'm, I'm big on my peace and i feel like you know if mm-hmm. i can't have peace right, and, and, and social media is is not the place to get peace Mm-mm. and you know when you having all of those people coming at you all of these different people reaching on you and pulling at you like i have to step out of that and i'm like man i gotta get somewhere i can get some solitude and some peace and quiet because it just it's a lot because like you said you have a lot of single successful black women and here's where i think the disparity is and, and, and you guys can correct me if i'm Tell wrong so we came out of a generation who raised young black girls to be independent, strong, and smart. And I've said this on several occasions. I felt like so many mothers, they raised their daughters and they babied their sons. Yeah. And now the daughters have grown up to be successful and there's no men to marry because there is no men that are on their level, not so much of financially, but even from an intellectual perspective. So you have this woman who's doing really well in life, right? Mm -hmm. But then again, she almost has to kind of dumb herself down to speak to a guy who's still dealing with mama issues. Mm,
0: Wow. Well, it's I'm Valentine's not. Day weekend, so you you. I mean, there's a lot of women that's willing to bum themselves down this weekend. I'm gonna tell you that right now. They
4: they, they being in their, to their house by themselves. By themselves. <laughs> they try to be in that pandemic house. They they yeah. dumb theyself. That's you didn't you didn't you did let it out. You didn't release the cracking on that one, Jay. You to have all these women.
1: <laughs> oh man y'all are, are crazy that's I a lot of stuff ready to dump stuff down this weekend <laughs> It's all
3: weird <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Jay what's next for you I, I know you've been doing
1: stuff with Taraji's
2: uh Facebook yeah so
1: <laughs> yeah so I'm excited about what we uh have been doing with Facebook watching and uh just being a part of that series with a peace of mind with Taraji um we have the King's Table, uh, which is a show um, as well on men, myself and another good buddy of mine who's a former NFL player. And we're getting ready for our Heal Tour, which will be a tour that we're going to take to HBCUs and to schools around the country where we're going to talk about mental health and sports. And we really want to connect with the the black athletes because I think they're one of the most underserved community when it comes to mental health and really helping a lot of these black kids uh, really understand how to process their anxiety, um, how to deal with depression. Because what I've noticed in being a former athlete uh, and watching these athletes is that a lot of these schools will run these kids in the ground. They see these kids come from these uh, 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 backgrounds where they come from broken homes, Um, They have a lot of trauma. They have a a, a lot of mental health issues. And these coaches are just focusing on their performance. But I want to help these kids understand that they can be advocates for their own mental wellness, that they're more than just athletes. They are human beings. So uh, really, my mission is just to really make healing look dope, but also make healing a lifestyle, especially for our, our young black males.
0: Jay, you know what? I am the uh, ambassador for the National College Resource Foundation and the Black College Expo. I'd love to introduce you to uh, Dr. Teresa Price, and we do we do fifteen cities a year, and uh, maybe you can bring that along uh, on our tour sometimes. I'll give the information. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely, to would love that, absolutely. Well,
0: Jay, it's
4: always good talking to you, bruh. And uh, thank you for everything yes, you the community. How can we uh, keep in contact with you to get in your DMs? Let <laughs>
0: Lottie <laughs> so, like, say some my. energy in a DM is
5: all
1: she needs for quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I, uh, my, my Instagram is King J Barnett, all one word. And then for those that are maybe interested in online virtual. Uh, coaching or counseling and only for the serious inquiries. I want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. So KJB,
2: oh, they serious, KJB, Jay.
1: KJBCoaching.com. Yeah, they serious. They want some healing, all right. <laughs> One more time. I'm oh, sorry, Jay. One more time.
0: <laughs> Wait, Jason, so, uh the, the website
1: <laughs> So, the, the, the website is KJBCoaching.com and uh, it is KJBCoaching.com. So, we do uh, online coaching, and uh, counseling for couples, groups, and individuals.
4: Thank you, right. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Jay.
0: <laughs> Happy Valentine's man, Day. Thank you,
1: guys. This this, this has been fun. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Ladies as well. Always enjoy y'all.
0: Take care. <laughs>
3: This week, the world
2: lost another trailblazer. Mary Wilson was the founding member of the Supremes. She died at age 76. We talked to her back in 2019 to celebrate Black
4: Music Month.
0: It's Cafe Mocha on the line. We have the one and only Supreme Mary
4: Wilson. <laughs> Let's talk about the Motown 60 celebration this year. Sure. Um, what was okay. your What was your thoughts about it?
3: Well, now you really get personal, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was not the same as our what was that, the Motown 25th. You know, when everybody was still alive, right. Uh, the unfortunate part now is that so many of our wonderful friends that we all grew up with and I grew up with, you know, Marvin Gaye, Mary Wells, uh, four members of The Temptations, three members of The Four Tops, a lot of our people are no longer with us, right. uh, Johnson. So it's kind of difficult when you only have, say, one member, like Claudette Robinson was there. She and I were together together there, and um, Otis of the Temptations was there. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there, and it felt lonely because our other people in our group, you know, Florence, they were just not there. So it was kind of difficult for us to really enjoy it the way we would have liked to. But still, you know, we said, here we go, 60-some years later." They're still loving our music, so it was wonderful that the Grammys uh, saluted Motown. You know, that was good. The sad part for us was that our other friends were just not there. Some of the miracles, you know, they passed. Heed more. You know, some of the people just weren't there. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of hard. But, you know, hey, the music is still alive and well, and that was cool.
0: I always ask artists, because I am an artist, you know, did you ever think uh-huh. that you would be doing it this long, that you would still be relevant and still able to get out there and sing and still have the following? I mean, just the performance mm. aspect of it. Do you think, mm. do you ever think about, you know, the years and, and the history you're, you know, leaving behind?
3: Well, I really don't, because when I was, when I was you know, in my teens, I thought adults were from another planet. I never thought I would grow into being an adult. An adult you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just didn't think about that. <laughs> but And also, the other thing is that we were at a time here in America when, as black people and as women, black women, and as just women, you know, we didn't have opportunities that people have nowadays. When you can dream. Back then, we three, when we became three, we kind of dared to dream against the system, which mm-hmm. was, you know, really racist, you know, because black people were not even considered citizens until our first hit record our first hit record came in 1964 I think and then the civil rights bill was passed shortly after that. So you know it was one of those things where no, I didn't really think we'd be here <laughs> this long I, you know um, but I don't know we, we grew up in, in the, at a time frame where we were told by our parents to dare to dream. Uh, that was one of the things that as black people you know, we uh, we really held on to, and that was what was great. Rest in peace, Mary Wilson. This week, the world lost another
2: trailblazer. Mary Wilson was the founding member of the Supremes. She died at age 76. We talked to her back in 2019 to celebrate Black Music Month.
4: We're talking to vocalist and founding member of the Supremes, Mary Wilson.
0: Mary, I, they have all of these museums. How do you choose the costume, or do you allow your costumes to be placed in these uh, African American music museums?
3: Uh, my museum has been in uh, to all my museum, my exhibit, I say, has been in, in all kinds of. of, of um, museums. Uh, it was in, in England for about three years. It opened up at the Victoria and Albert Museum there. It's been all over America. And my, one of the first persons or uh, entities that actually helped me uh, get them all together was wow. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they curated it for me and then from there in fact some of them, my gowns are, I shouldn't say mine the Supreme's gowns are still at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh I, I held onto them in boxes in my garage for years, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so now they're able to be seen again, you know, by people, and not just in America, all over the world.
4: Miss Wilson, what uh, did you think of um, Diane the tribute at the Grammys? Did you get to see that?
3: Well, I love. Like, I, I think look. We, the Supreme, me, Diane, we're all, we do what we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Enough is hopefully we grow and we grow and we grow. But this is what, you know, we've always, I think she's always fabulous. She always looks good. I mean, that's our trademark. Um, You know, and so, you know, whatever our talent is, is what God gave us, gave us, and we use it. The the only way we can, or what we have. I mean, I myself cannot be Gladys Knight or Aretha. I would love to have their voices, but I don't. Right. You know, so everyone has a different, everyone is, has a different type of talent, you know. So Diane's talent is, is one that, I mean, people, you know, all over the world love Diane or, or whatever they want to say about Diane. Um, and my fans are the same thing. They know I'm not a great singer, but I am a great performer. Some people are great performers. Some people are great singers. Some people are, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, and, you, and, you know, you use it. So, um, you know. I think that whatever, she's like still out there, and she's doing it.
4: Well, her book is called Supreme Glamour, and this is her third book. She is a one of the founding members of the Supremes, and it's been a lovely conversation with you, Miss Mary Wilson. Yes,
3: oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you both. I, I love you, and, and good luck on everything you do. The world is really opening up. You have so many more avenues than when we started out. So, uh, you know, I'm happy to see so many wonderful women doing some great things. When we first started out, women were not CEOs or had their own shows. They didn't, women were in the background. So right. we come a long ways and I'm very proud of, of, of all the things that you guys are doing. And, and thank you for remembering me.
4: Oh, <laughs> we cool. love you. Ms. Yes, Ms. thanks for Ms. paving Wilson. the way. Thanks for calling the Cafe Mocha.
3: Rest in peace, Mary Wilson.
0: Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now.
2: This is the espresso. Former Seattle Seahawk, Chad Wheeler, a white man, brutally beat his black girlfriend, Aaliyah Taylor. It was horrific.
0: I still have to regularly get like my concussion checked. I have bolts and still
2: and a steel plate. I'm going to have forever in my arm. I'm going to have going to have to deal with this the rest of my life. I'm still wondering why the news media hasn't been all over this story like they were on Ray Rice. CNN's Van Jones went on The View and got beat up on because he worked with the Trump administration to get a prison reform bill passed. He was like, whatever.
1: As much time as I spent in the Obama White House working with them trying to get people out of prison, if I then said, we have a new president, I'm not going in there for four years or eight years, it was never then about the people behind bars, it was about me.
2: And have you been following the story of Tessica Brown? She was trying to lay down the edges and decided to use Gorilla Glue because she ran out of hairspray. The headaches got worse, the tingling got worse,
0: and we couldn't think of nothing else to do. So I went to social media with her. That was it. I didn't think for one second I'm going to get up the next morning. And that many people have looked at us.
2: This story is to be continued. That's The Espresso. Hopefully you're at home, staying out of people's houses and faces, wearing a mask when you're out, because we are in a pandemic. Plus, there's plenty of stuff to watch inside. The salt and Pepper movie came out last month. Lonnie Love hosts the after-party slash interview on Lifetime. New this week on HBO Max, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a story about Fred Hampton and the FBI trying to infiltrate the Black Panthers. Please stay safe and stay masked. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio.